Hey, I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. We want to welcome you to the Peace of Authenticity podcast. Please join in on the conversation. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode six. Episode six. Uh huh. Episode six. Okay. I know you love when I do that. No, let's not do. Let's <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, no, let's not do that. Uh, a quick story before before we get into what? Um, what we want to talk about today is, what is the quick story. Your, your, your episode boys. Oh, oh no! Academy. And so we're youth pastors um, at one of the local high schools, and Jordan's trying to get the kids hyped about coming to youth service that night. And so one of the giveaway prizes was uh, a gift card. And so uh, Jordan goes, and if you come to youth tonight, we're going to have some giveaways, like gift cards from Academy, like that, and like like trying to get everybody hyped, not a soul in the building claps or says anything and like, literally like one of our youth kids literally was shaking their head at me like yeah, please no like no, gosh, no no please <laughs> please don't do that again it was so bad and i looked at aubrey and i was like oh no I like was, i could uh, just see it on his face yeah i was just sitting there like oh i'm so glad that's not me <laughs> and i'm like tried to play it cool like what y'all don't like academy yeah <laughs> Yeah, so then Jordan gets offended. Like, she's like, what? Okay, so nobody likes Academy? All right, I'll keep this gift card. That was horrible. It was so funny. Like, it was just like, it's so funny because we're like, Academy? Academy? That's what it made me think of when you were like, episode six. I was like, oh, no. The people on the other end are probably just sitting there going, oh, no, Jordan. Oh, oh gosh, no. please stop. But here we are, episode six. I hope I hope that everybody is, is doing well. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. on this part of the journey um this this has been a fun experience just to just to go go through this but um today we just wanted to cover uh a subject like you know we, i think we've talked about the heart issues before didn't we have we have we talked about that on a podcast yet maybe so probably little bits and pieces yeah i think there's all. little bits and pieces but uh, um i think that uh it's important that we understand uh, we want to talk about heartstrings today, mm-hmm. and understanding the concept. The concept of what we're going after today is kind of like understanding the fact that between your mouth and your heart, you could go ahead and visualize it like it's got strings, like a guitar. Yeah, um, like strings. And, and so when when you when you speak from the heart, right? That it, it's kind of like music that comes up out of your mouth. And so you we are instruments. You know, God mm-hmm. sees us as instruments. He you know, we are we were made to worship. We were, mm-hmm. you know, um made to bring glory to him. And so when words come out of our mouth, right? I think we've talked about the power of our words before and you mm-hmm. know, Proverbs says that uh guard your heart with all due diligence because yeah. out of it flow the issues of life. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're either speaking blessings or you're speaking curses. And so that kind of hit me as we were praying about it, and, and the Lord was even showing me in my personal life, um, 
about these heartstrings, and and he was showing me instances where I was allowing the wrong thing to play those strings in my heart. I think it's important that we all understand that you have a choice, right? Um, when when things happen to you in life, that there are seeds that are planted, and you can choose what seeds stay planted and which ones get uprooted and, and pulled out in your heart. Well, if everything that comes out of your heart that's going to your mouth is coming across those strings, who's playing those strings? Are you allowing the Holy Spirit to play those strings and you're speaking with grace, love, and, and all the fruits of the Spirit mm-hmm. be evident on everything that you say? Or are you allowing the enemy to play those strings? Because he has access to them just like the Holy Spirit does. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you think about it, uh, Jesus, right, is in the desert. He's, he's fasting for 40 days. Mm-hmm. And Satan comes to him. And, and Satan's playing off of his fleshly heartstrings, right? Mm-hmm. And in that one portion more particularly that I wanted to talk about today was when um, he tells Jesus, he says, if you'll bow down and worship me, I will give you all of these kingdoms. And he showed him every kingdom. And, and so he was trying to play to that heartstring of, you know, I can show you what real earthly power looks like and kind of showing Jesus something that, you know, he thought he wanted, mm-hmm. right? But he was playing that heartstring. Yeah. Because, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus knew that he was King of Kings, Lord of Lord. You know, he's the Son of the Most High God. So the enemy was playing those strings as well. So when when you and I are... are talking and and we're interacting with people and we're going through situations uh, at work in our families you know with people in our lives we have the opportunity to ask the question or we need to be asking the question Mm -hmm. who's playing the strings yeah I think in certain areas of our life that we can give full access to either Holy Spirit or the enemy. Yeah. Or um, because this is a really cool thing. I can't remember if I said this in an earlier podcast, but I heard it at a women's conference and they were talking about how our body literally, the um, whenever we feel an emotion, it only lasts for 90 seconds in our body. They literally studied that. And so we allow it to stay longer. Right. We allow those heartstrings to be plucked until we're in bitterness. Or we're, you know what I mean? All these different things. And so I just thought that that was mind blowing that literally like our emotions stay in our body only for 90 seconds. The Lord gives us 90 seconds of grace. You're angry? Be angry. You got 90 seconds. (laughs) But I mean like, okay, you want to lose it right now? Okay. You got 90 seconds, you know? Yeah. And it's just then when that 90 seconds passes, that's when the all access door opens for the enemy or Holy Spirit. So we decide, you know? Right. And that goes with like what Jesus, Jesus was hungry. That wasn't a sin for Jesus to be hungry. It's not a sin for you to be tempted. Yeah. The sin is open that all access door. Come on in, enemy. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's a nice tune you got going on. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Because it always sounds good at the beginning. Well, yeah. It's like our how many you know. I always think about you know rock bands and and like how they'll let the the lead guitarist take off for a riff. Yeah. You know, a lot of times in our day to day, we're sitting here going. We we give the we give access to the enemy and he comes in and just runs a riff real quick and it's like nah, 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 like it just messes and causes chaos and then it's like okay I got to get stuff back on track but allowing you know if if you're picturing yourself as an instrument mm-hmm. right because 
just change that word instrument for a vessel. Yeah. And, and that's what the Bible says that we that are does. anyway. Mm-hmm. We're just vessels. And so you're choosing, just like the Bible says, choose this day who you're going to serve. You're choosing, okay, world, mm-hmm. are you going to be playing my strings? Mm-hmm. Or Holy Spirit, am I going to allow you to play the strings? Because you look at it, um, we talk about social media a lot on this podcast, you know, and, and about the things that people post. And and sometimes some of the things that people post, I'm just like, well, dear God, do they have any love of the Father in them whatsoever? Um, you know, it, 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 the, the Bible clearly says, right, to love your enemy as you love yourself because it's not hard to love somebody that agrees with you, right? That, that's what yeah. the Bible says flat out. So you're sitting here going, when somebody comes up, and, and I'll just throw myself under the bus, for, for instance. I'll throw myself under the bus. It's like this. There are, there are certain people in your life, right, that have, have either wronged you or rubbed you the wrong way, right? Mm-hmm. Or, and you have a wall up toward them. So as soon as they come in trying to tell you how to live your life or try to tell you how to do this or do that, you instantly have a, like a feeling that it's just like, oh, I really want to say this. Like it's that I really, 90 seconds. Yeah, that 90 up. seconds of, I just want to, <laughs> you know, start Armageddon right mm-hmm. now and just rain fire from heaven with my words. You know what I'm saying? But we we have that opportunity. And, and that even happens to me. And it just happened to me the other day. I was having a conversation and and that's what literally hit me. It's like, man, I could just let this person have it right now. Mm-hmm. I really could. But how would, how would that make me look? How would that make, you know, the Lord moving in my life look? Because it's like this person clearly doesn't agree with me. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because God loves them the same way too. Yeah. So who am I allowing to play the strings today? Very good question. Like we talked about last week, the hard questions that really get you thinking. Yeah, and I mean, but what what's the what's the purpose? Do you do you gain knowledge by only being around people of the same perspective as you, or do you gain knowledge because you learn and gather information that you didn't previously know? Mm-hmm. And you know, you you could talk about politics. You talk about um, you know, you got. You got like Republican guitars out there and you got Democrat guitars out there and everybody's just strumming those strings away. But then it's, it's just like where, who's really playing the strings? That's a, if, if it's just such a weighty subject right now because the two parties (laughs) in America, they, which there's more parties, but the two main parties in America they are so full of hate towards each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I, if something rose up in you and you're getting angry, then just ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. If you sat across the table from, if you're a Democrat, if you sat across the table from a Republican and vice versa, how yeah. would you be feeling if they were saying what they believed in? Would your blood be boiling? And you're like, <sighs> and you're about to lose it? Or can you be like, that's what they believe. That's what they believe. And, you know, some of that I agree with and some of it I don't. Some of it's biblical, some of it's not. And Most But I'm not going to beat them up. No, exactly. And the thing is, I'm sorry, guys, but you can decide to be biblical and also not be biblical. Because I'm sorry, but if you're coming to somebody and being like, I'm pro-life, which I am 100%, Jordan Ashley Anderson and Aubrey are 100% pro-life. 
if you look across and I'm looking at someone across the table and I'm pro-life and they're pro-choice and I'm like, you're an idiot because you're pro-choice and I'm mad at you and you need to go punch yourself in the head. That's not biblical. That's not okay to say that. You know, it's just, let's, let's have love. If you're pro-life, why don't you speak life over them? Yeah. Well, that, that's a, that's a, a good point because, you know, even though, even though you you are 100% pro life and you know and you you vote for the party that's pro life of yeah. course i mean but <laughs> that that doesn't that, that's not the the end all be all of of life you know it's like well you know i follow the bible so i'm 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 with this party or i'm with that party it's like the the bible supersedes politics it it it, it doesn't everything doesn't rise and fall on that but I will still venture to say that when when the right person is playing the heartstrings in your life, you can love your enemy, not agree with them. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, hey, invite them all over to your house and have a party with all the people that don't agree with you. That yeah. that's that's crazy because the Bible actually says to avoid ignorant disputes. If mm-hmm. you're 100% against somebody else, I'm sorry you said that. And I just want to tell everybody, 98% of the arguments on social media are exactly that. Yeah. Ignorant dispute. <laughs> yeah. It's ignorance, right, is is arguing with somebody on social media that you know is never going to change their way of thinking. And if you're attacking them, it's not going to help them make a better decision either. Like, I'm sorry, but nobody's been like, oh, man, you called me enough names and you called me an yeah. idiot so many times. It just... It, Finally, it finally clicked. Thank you. Oh my you. gosh, I'm Thank so, you so, I'm much so for doing glad that, that I, nobody's ever called me an idiot before. Uh, well, that reminds me of changed my I life. gotta tell you about the office where they're like, Dwight, what's one thing Michael said that like he's like, one thing he said, don't be an idiot, changed my life. Yeah, he said, <laughs> most people don't think like yeah. that. And then Dwight, Dwight says, and then so I think to myself, every time I make a decision, would an idiot do that? And then I do not, and do, I that do, thing. not do that thing. <laughs> no but, one does that. yeah nobody does that and and it's you know it's sitting here going okay so how do we how do we bridge the gap okay you, you're not you can be a facebook warrior all day long and and i'm not saying that you shouldn't post what you believe in i oh, exactly. i believe in you know standing firm on your beliefs and not not it's not swaying when yeah. you when you have a a conscience that's that's cemented in and determined you don't you don't switch just because nobody agrees with you but also i'm not going to attack somebody else can i understand where they're coming from absolutely not i do not understand and we'll be very honest i do not understand how you could kill a baby i don't okay. I, and i don't know how you can agree right with abortion and and call yourself a Christ follower. I don't agree with that. But I'm also not going to sit here across the table from somebody yes. and be like, I'm I'm a Christian, but I'm you know I'm also pro-choice. I'm not going to go, well, you idiot. Well, you must not be. You must not be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or and challenging that, mm-hmm. you know, like the Bible says that the only way to get there with a person is you judge the fruit of their life. Now, I I don't know exactly what that looks like, but. I'm not going to attack them because they just agree a little bit different than me. But 
should we not pray for them? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that reminds me, Aubrey, the other night when I was listening to that word from Nate Johnston, it was called the hammer and the oil. Mm-hmm. And he's like, us as Christians, we have to bring the hammer. We have to be like, no, this is what the Bible says. We're no longer right. going to be politically correct. We're no longer going to not, you know, test the water. No, like we're diving in because this is the word of God and this is what it says. But we're also bringing the oil. In the in the balm, balm oil, it brings healing. It brings yeah. restoration. It, so we're not beating people over the head with the hammer and moving on to the next to, to hurt people. What we're yeah. doing is this is the truth. This is the truth in love. This is the truth in, but I'm going to speak like, you know what? I love you. It's okay. It's okay to disagree. That's okay. I'm just going to, this is what I believe in because I'm not going to shy away from that. But also like God loves you so much mm-hmm. and, and I love you. And you know, we don't war against flesh and blood. That's something I need. I want to like yell from the rooftops to people. We do not war against flesh yeah. and blood. Yeah. We war against the principalities and the mm-hmm. you know the dimensions of the darkness, all those things. But we use the word of God to beat people over the head, not speak out against what the enemy's doing. Like, okay, enemy, I see what you're doing, but the word of God says that, you know, through Christ I'm healed. Through, you know what I mean? All these different things. But what we do is we yell at our neighbor, well, you must not read the scripture because the scripture says this. And we use it as a weapon yeah. against each other instead of with each other against what the enemy is doing. If we back up and we look right now in America, don't get mad at the other party. You need to get mad at the enemy because he's stirring up the division. He's stirring up all these things that mm-hmm. lead us away from unity and away from love, away from everything that we need yeah. to prosper in the kingdom of God is what he is doing the opposite of. So please get mad at the right thing. Well, that's the key word, unity. Yeah. Unity. What, what's, what's the one thing? That could destroy the powers of, of the enemy in, in a country is unity. Yeah. I mean, unity has rallied the United States so many times in the last 200 years. It, it's not even funny. Unity unity can make you the most powerful country in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, one nation under God that's one, unified. Yes, yes. That's unified. Um, a house divided cannot stand, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, it's it's like that. But... You know, don't get me wrong. I'm just I'm a I'm as big of a fan of the memes um, as anybody else. Like I love memes. I, I love reading them and all that. Will I post them? Probably not. Um, you know, and and would I? You know, uh, send them to people just because I know that that's the way that they think. I might do that one on one, but not like not on social media. <laughs> but I, I love the you know I, I love the memes and but at the end of the day. I just feel like we're moving in the wrong direction yeah. and we're allowing the wrong person. We're allowing the enemy to play the our heartstrings because we're attacking individuals mm-hmm. instead of principalities. Mm-hmm. We're we're attacking individuals instead of understanding that they are just as enslaved to the darkness of this world as we are trying to fight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's, it's not personal, and you're strong in your beliefs, right? We're, we're strong in our beliefs. If somebody came up to me today and tried to tell me that something that I've believed forever is not true, you know what I mean? Then I'm going to be defensive about that too. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not us. It's not up for us to be the biblical scholars of the world and walk around like Pharisees telling people, well, the law says this, the law says that, the Bible says this, the Bible says that. Our job is to show what the Bible says. 
And I think not, we need not just to, help. We need to realize that the Pharisees, the people that knew the law and knew everything, are the ones that killed Jesus. You know what I mean? They're the ones that like... So we need to step back, guys. We need to realize that religion and, um, and that kind of spirit, it's not... Christ. It's not relationship. No. It's not. If you're more, if a ritual is more important to you than your neighbor, you got to check your heartstrings. Who's playing them? Well, and you think about it. If, if your stance against somebody else and the beef that you have with somebody else is you sitting in a position of accusing, mm-hmm. then who's the accuser? It's not, it's not Jesus. Jesus, and it's not the Holy Spirit. Jesus didn't say, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to send you the accuser. Yeah, so he can point a finger so at you then, and call you So then once down. you accept the accuser, you can walk around and tell other Christians and other people in the world what they're doing wrong at any given time. But, that, that's, yeah. not, that's not what it's about. Who, who is playing the strings in your life? There's two you can allow. Well, actually, yeah, there's two. <clears throat> you can allow the Holy Spirit, who is our defender and our helper, Mm-hmm. Or you can allow the accuser. Yeah. That's always going to point fingers at you and name you by your sin and what you've done wrong and make you feel like a victim against others mm-hmm. um, and all these different things. Yeah, that's good. And those are like, I'm sorry, but the enemy, he's got some power chords. I don't know if y'all know, like guitar and yeah. stuff. He's got some power chords and he uses the same power chords on me. And mine might look different than yours, but he knows my weaknesses and he yeah. knows your weaknesses. So he's going to use those power chords that actually sound like music to our ears at the beginning. But yeah. then it's almost like we're stuck until we fully kick him out and speak against him. Because I'm sorry, guys, if you're going to kick him out one day, he going to come back. You have to be aware. You have to be alert, you know, and you have to always invite Holy Spirit in your life and over your life and wear the armor of God that, you know, it talks about in the Bible, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the sandals of the God, you know, all these things we have to prepare and we have to be aware. You know, I think a lot of us were just mad at each other and we're not even wearing our armor. So the enemy's throwing these things on our back, you know, like darts or whatever, and we're turning around and blaming it on somebody else that was just standing next to us. You know how yeah. they do? <laughs> That's how he gets us. Well, it's not, well, you just don't understand what they did to me. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I say that from a very real sense of I'm saying that to myself, too. Because yeah. we can make excuses for why we do the things that we do. Um, you you want to you wanna rewind for a second. We were talking about the Pharisees earlier. We were talking about... In at every turn, mm-hmm. they genuinely believed that they were doing the oh, right yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Except, think about it. Um, the one that actually did believe in Jesus, but he kept it on the DL, mm-hmm. he didn't say a word because he was scared. How many of us are, is it, was it Nicodemus? Yeah. Is that what? How many of us are Nicodemus? You t- you're talking about the people that are that are strumming those power chords. They're like, blah, blah. Like, you see them. It's like you watch one news cycle or the next, you know, and it's like, but... The Pharisees legitimately thought that what they were doing was the right thing to do. They thought that they were protecting their people, protecting their religion, and that's what they were doing. They were protecting religion. They weren't, you know, they didn't want their laws to their go away. Their rituals and their traditions, like what we talked about last week. Yeah. 
it, they, they didn't want any of that to change because they were the head honchos and everything. But, uh, but they, they didn't stop and think, you know, of what they were doing. They were just like, this is what's right. It has to be. And I'm, I'm sticking to it. And it messed with everything. And Jesus goes as far as to say, all you have to do is be better than this group of people. I'm wanting to read this prayer in John, um, John 17, that Jesus actually prays over us. And I thought that was really cool because I just never realized that, that Jesus actually prayed for us. You know, it says yeah. here he prayed for his disciples. He prayed for the Lord's will to be done. You know, all these things that he prayed. And so I wanted to read a few um, verses of this. And Jesus said, and I ask not only for these disciples, but also for those ones who will one day believe in me through their message, which is all of us. So he says, I pray for them to all be joined together as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. I pray for them to become one with us so that the world will recognize that you sent me. For the very glory you have given to me, I have given them so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. And I just love that because everything Jesus prays over us is exactly what the enemy tries to do the opposite of. And I think if we're aware of that, like, I want to write this down and put it on a post-it note on my mirror. And remember, like, Jesus' prayer for me is that I'm one with every single one of his believers. I'm in unity with every single one of his believers, my brothers and sisters in Christ. That we're one, which doesn't mean sometimes we'll disagree. I think that people think that. Like, it's like we're all supposed to be like united as one and like be like clones, but it's not like that. You can have a disagreement, but all in all, our foundation is Jesus Christ. Our foundation is our belief in Jesus. I think that that's sometimes what our issues are with like denominations. And I think that we think that that messes with the unity of the church as a whole. But as long as you believe Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, we're allowed to disagree on certain things. As long as it's not the main thing, but as long as we love each other through it and that we are one through our love. Because that's what he talks about, um, same unity that we enjoy and the same, you know, love and these things that the passionate love that you have for me, you know, that he's talking to his father, that we have that. And I just want to ask you guys to just let that be like your heart's cry to just be in unity with one another. That you don't always have to agree in that mindset of, well, I can't be in unity, Aubrey, is if if we don't agree on where we want to eat tonight. Or if we don't agree on even political views, which, good gosh, are very touchy right now. You know what I mean? Like, if you and (laughs) I believed in something different. That's an understatement. Yeah, instead of just deciding not to talk about it or ignoring that, pretending it's not there, let's love each other enough to just love each other through it and actually talk about it and decide right for your conversation. I'm not going to get really mad about this because mm-hmm. then check yourself. Why are you so mad? Are yeah. you making politics an idol in your life? Yeah. Cause I think that's what's happening. And also I kind of, I want to say this too with, with the president of the United States, Donald Trump, there's people that either hate him or they love him. Like I really don't think there's many <laughs> happy mediums, but, um, there's a huge division there. And I, I just want to speak right now to every single one of you. Donald Trump, he's not the savior of the world. And he's also not the biggest demonic antichrist of the world. Yeah, he's not he's the antichrist. Not. Right. He's not the end-all, be-all. He is a man that the Lord's put right now in power of this country to be there. Like, you have to know. Like, please don't put everything on him. Yeah. Like, I... We well, yeah, it, good and bad. Yes. Yeah, pray for the dude. I mean, come on. Because I think people have idolized him. They either idolize him or he's 
their worst enemy. Yeah. There's very few people, like, that are usually in the middle ground. But that's really something that's been bothering me is that Donald Trump is either an idol or my number one most hated person that I have to pray yeah. about having bitterness. Really? Yeah. And it's just like, he's a man. Just like it's every single one of us, he's strange. a human being. Yeah. And he needs prayer. Whether you like him, whether you don't. Well, no, and Jesus is praying prayer. for him. That's right. He is. You read that You read that section of the Bible right there where it says Jesus prays for us. He's praying for Trump too. So if you don't like that, then you're probably not a follower of well, Jesus. Well, and you know what? I want to hurt everyone's <laughs> feelings right now. He also is praying for Biden. He's also praying for Kamala Harris. There he you go. has children that are go. lost. He has people that, you know, I believe the Lord is every bit of pro-life. But even if his children are pro-choice, Jesus isn't going to be like, nah, bro, mm, they don't believe in me. They don't believe yeah. in this, so I'm not going to pray for him. Jesus doesn't do that. Yeah. Jesus no. loves them. Yeah, he does. And, like, and that's the thing. We, we can't comprehend it. That's why when, when the, the writers came up with the word agape, you know, for the yeah. love of God, it, it was, they had to make up a new word because there was nothing in their language that could describe the love of the Father, and so they came up with a new word, agape. And so basically, if there wasn't a word for it, it kind of showed me that there's no way to comprehend it. Yes. And, you know, when, when I think about who's playing the heartstrings, everything that we do as followers of Christ should be an example of Jesus, right? I say it all the time, Apostle Paul, follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. The The night before... Uh, before Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he was at the Last Supper, and, and he told them, uh, the disciples, he said, one of you is going to betray me, right? Mm-hmm. We all know the story, yeah. Judas Iscariot. Um, Jesus said, you're going to betray me, and then he also told Peter, you're going to deny me three times in front of people. Mm. If Jesus would have allowed the enemy to be playing the strings of his heart in that moment, don't you think he would have gotten some bitterness if you know he was if he knew that those two guys two of the 12 closest to him were going to one was going to denounce him and the other one was going to betray him for pieces of silver you know he he had every right to allow the enemy access to play the wrong well, strings play the victim but, card right? gosh but he did it <laughs> but he did it and i think that's that's what's important is is understanding not that not that people are not going to tick you off and not that when you're against and you're opposing political views that you don't have to agree mm-hmm. with the people but if your life is not a reflection mm-hmm. of love right and mm-hmm. loving your enemy yeah. and and doing everything that Jesus told you to do it's time to reevaluate and every situation is different. Every encounter with somebody else is different. You have the choice. Who am I going to allow yeah. to step in and play the strings right now? We all have that choice. Mm. We just have to learn to make the right one. Mm. That's And there's, there's something to that. Um, it's just kind of looking at both sides. Something I feel like I need to say. Um, remember that prophetic word from Charlie Champ? Is that how you say his last name? Mm-hmm. Champ. Um, that he shared about Kamala Harris before I even knew um, anything about her. The first thing I read about yeah, Kamala Harris was read. that prophetic word. And I knew that I know that was God. Because it talks about how um, she's kind of being used as a ploy 
right now and she doesn't realize it. But when she does, you know, she's going to have her eyes open. The Lord's going to, it says the Lord will open her eyes. So guys, she's going to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. She's going to be your sister in Christ. Okay. And so that's, that woman needs prayer. Yeah. Well, that woman is going to do some amazing things with civil rights. It said, and certain things that she's going to do, it gives me chill bumps because the first thing I read about that woman I loved her. Like, I want to pray for her. I, like, oh, my goodness. Like, the Lord has a plan for her. The Lord has a plan for, like, everybody. They might take it. They might not. But the thing with prophetic words is you can get a prophetic word and be like, that's cool. I guess it will happen if it happens. It don't Mm -hmm. if it won't. No. We speak life into that prophetic word right now that Kamala Harris is going to find you, Lord, that she is going to do amazing things for you and for you alone. And it's going to be amazing. And so, guys, there's a got to have grace for every single person. Yeah. You know, you got to have love and we can't be in unity if you have hate for your brother or your right. sister, you know. Well, and again, we are not saying that you should not stand up exactly for what you believe in. Yeah. Don't don't let anybody bulldoze you over like moral issues, mm-hmm. biblical issues or anything like that, but also you shouldn't be the aggressor either. Yeah, the hammer and the oil. Right. You, they shouldn't be alone. Right. I think they it, need to be together. If if it goes along with like last week when we were talking about, are people better off for having mm-hmm. that conversation with you or not? Oh, yeah. Because Jesus had an amazing way of speaking truth and love. And if we can't do the same thing, then we shouldn't speak at all. Yes. Amen. Man, I think that's. I think we should end it like that. Did we end it like that last week? You said something like that because I was like, I think we should just end right here. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But listen, guys, we we love you guys. We're we're thankful that that you're tuning in to the podcast. Let us know how we're doing. Rate our pages or whatever. Uh, piece of authenticity Facebook and Instagram. Thank yeah, you for, yeah, make sure and for mm-hmm. tuning in to to our podcast, but. I hope that you are learning from it and growing from it as much as we are diving into these topics and having these discussions. But this week, majority, just make sure, make sure that you understand in every situation, especially the stressful ones, who's playing the strings right mm-hmm. now. Because if it's the wrong person in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. we need to stop and reevaluate. Mm-hmm. And let the right person play before we go into those arguments. Mm. Amen. Amen to that, guys. And so we will be back next week. And it's going to be amazing. And we just pray for you guys. You have yeah. an amazing Monday for the rest of your week. And that the Lord just does a work in your life this week. Amen. We love you guys. And we'll see you next week. All right. See ya.